0: I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Of the demolition of the old span of this Potomac River bridge should be stopped. I'm Mike Marillo.
0: Prince George's County will extend the youth curfew for the rest of the year. In Largo, I'm John Doman. Not many people have had a chance to
2: ride a metro train to Dulles Airport, but NBC4's Adam Tuss has, and we'll hear from him just ahead this morning. Good morning, 1 o'clock.
3: I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Despite Ukrainian bravery, Russia continues to fire missiles at civilians and infrastructure in the country it invaded in February. More from CBS's Skyler Henry. More
2: than seven months into the war, Ukraine has shocked the world with its ability
0: to fight off their invaders on the ground. But Russia continues striking from the sky launching a barrage of missiles across Ukraine that killed more than a dozen
2: civilians this week. We will resist, this
0: woman said, noting she was still going to work despite the danger.
2: Three
3: members of the Los Angeles City Council are facing intense public pressure to resign because of a racially charged discussion about another council member's black child.
2: These people stabbed us and shot us and, and cut the spirit of Los Angeles. LA City Council member Mike Bonner took the microphone before a ruckus council meeting talked about a secretly recorded conversation in which the now former council president makes racist comments about Bonin's son my husband and I are both uh,
4: raw and angry and heartbroken
2: and sick the conversation involves three council members and a labor leader who has since resigned council members have apologized first you must resign and then ask for forgiveness Craig Figner for CBS News, Los Angeles.
3: There were closing arguments Tuesday in the penalty phase of the Parkland school shooter. The Florida jury will now decide whether to sentence the man to death or life in prison. CBS's Christian Benavides is covering the story at the courthouse in Fort Lauderdale.
2: The defense has tried to paint their client in a sympathetic light, saying he was poisoned in the womb and doomed from the start.
5: A broken, brain-damaged, mentally ill young man
2: their only goal at this point, persuading at least one juror to spare his life.
3: NASA says the tiny spacecraft that crashed into a small asteroid two weeks ago has shifted the asteroid's orbit. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. The team
0: has confirmed that the spacecraft's impact altered the amorphous orbit around Didymos by 32 minutes and therefore successfully moved its trajectory.
3: A now-former San Antonio, Texas, rookie police officer has been charged in last week's shooting of a teenager who was eating a hamburger in his car in a McDonald's parking lot. James Brennand now faces two counts of aggravated assault by a police officer in the October 2nd shooting of 17-year-old Eric Cantu, who remains hospitalized in critical condition and on a ventilator. This is CBS News.
5: Are you short on time, but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, we offer online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personalized advising to help you reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by
2: WTOP at 103. Wednesday morning, midweek, it's October 12th, 2022. Fair, comfortable this overnight, early morning. Lows in the 40s in the burbs, 50s closer to D.C. We're at 56 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning, team. ODM Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday morning ride. Transportation topping the stories we're following for you this morning. At a last effort now to stop the demolition of that old span of a bridge that's located between Charles County and Mer- Charles County, Maryland, that would be, and King George County, Virginia, ends in a federal courtroom. This decision, which is applauded by the state of Maryland this morning, is disappointing several cycling groups that had hoped to save the aging structure for recreational use.
1: The cycling groups say the challenge came after they were caught off guard when the opening of the new span of the bridge and the demolition of the old was recently changed from early next year to this week. David Brickley is with the Doggren Railroad Heritage Trail Association, one of the groups that sued to stop the demolition. It's such a shame because we could have had just a spectacular venue for recreating with hiking and, and cycling. The Hogan administration stepped away from plans early on to make a place on the new bridge for recreational crossings. On using the old bridge for that, the state called that unaffordable and un safe and the Maryland Transportation Authority in a statement says it appreciates that the court denied the request for a temporary restraining order for the demolition of the old span.
2: Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 105. Environmental groups are suing to stop the Beltway 270 toll lane project in Montgomery County locally. The federal suit claims the project is harmful, unnecessary and would increase air pollution and cost drivers millions in new tolls. And the group say the toll lane still would not address the region's traffic problems. The advocacy group say they're going after Maryland and the Federal Highway Administration because the environmental review, they say, was insufficient and filled with mistakes. The suit further says that the project would threaten two nationally significant historic sites. One of them is an African-American cemetery located in Cabin John. WTOP News Time. Now, 1.05. Also, transportation this morning, you can't do it just yet, but pretty soon you will be able to ride a Silver Line Metro train to Dulles Airport. NBC4 Transportation reporter Adam Tuss was able to get a preview of what the ride will look like. The extension of the Silver Line, also including stations at Reston Town Center, Herndon Innovation Center, Loudon Gateway, and Ashburn. While an official opening date has yet to be announced, Tuss says this morning the new stations could be up and running by Thanksgiving. It's looking very likely that you'll be able to take the Silver Line out to Dulles International Airport by Thanksgiving. Some of the sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween time frame opening. Could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. The teen curfew worked in Prince George's County, contributing to a drop in crime, they think, over the past month. So now, county leaders say that curfew will not end...
5: At least not just yet.
0: Calling it a success, Prince George's County Executive Angela
5: Alsobrook says... I will be extending the curfew for the remainder of this year. A
0: few drew warnings over the initial 30-day period, but nobody was ever fined. And Alsobrook says the curfew helps parents and the community re-engage with kids and keep them out of trouble. Police Chief
6: Malik says the stats back it up. During the curfew hours, our overall crime dropped 20%. Violent crime dropped 38 percent. Carjackings dropped 59 percent.
0: But they also say it's too early to directly attribute the curfew for that reduction.
5: Our village worked together to make it happen and to remind everybody never ever to bet against a Prince Georgian.
0: In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. And word
5: this
2: morning locally of a 2.0 magnitude earthquake in southern Carroll County. Late last night, about 10 minutes before midnight, the epicenter was in Sykesville. Our county police say they received a few calls from people who felt... A boom from the quake. Police say there are no reports thus far of damages or injury. Emily at 107. An update on traffic and weather coming right up. Sorcery, romance, melodrama on an epic scale. Washington National Opera presents Verdi's Il Trovatore for the ultimate night out. With its sweeping scope, soaring melodies, and instantly recognizable anvil chorus,
5: this is opera at its most spectacular. A world-class cast unites to master Verdi's vocal acrobatics in this sensational story. October 22nd through
2: November 7th in the Opera House. Tickets at Kennedy-Center.org. WTOP News Time 108. Good Wednesday morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. They can weather all the eights and when it breaks. Rich Hunter is with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right,
4: serious crash remains under investigation. Closing the northbound lanes at 210 uh, between uh, Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road. Again, all traffic diverted at Palmer Road as a result. You cannot go any further for the moment. Southbound side of 210, the lanes are open, headed south of the Beltway toward Akeke. Uh So, again, plan ahead if this is your normal route of travel. It's going to cost you some extra time as a result of that investigation. Now, Maryland Beltway, working on the interloop between Rockville Pike and Connecticut Avenue. Two right lanes get you by, but you get by without delay. On the Virginia Beltway, out of loop between the Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by. On the interloop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, single file left past the work. Don't forget the exits to both westbound and eastbound 66 are closed. You're diverted up to Route 7 as a result, and then on the interloop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes past that work. If you're traveling on 66, eastbound between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway, single right lane past the works in between Nutley Street and the Beltway, down to a single right lane there as well. The ramp to the inner loop is closed. That's exit 64B. Ramp to the outer loop is open, but it is narrowed down to a single right lane as a result of the paving. Over in Centerville, southbound 28 between 66 and U.S. 29, single file right past the construction. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic.
7: Storm Team Four tracking the weather for you as we make our way through the next couple of days. Your Wednesday still looking pretty nice, and the last day before we see some rain, but no rain Wednesday. Even though we'll have a lot of cloud cover, going for highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. I'm going 72 in the city as you make your way into the day on Tuesday. A cold front moves our way, gives us a good chance for rain most of the day. Some of that could be on the heavy side, maybe even a couple of thunderstorms with a high in the upper 60s to around 70. Clearing out and better on Friday, cooler but highs in the mid 60s. I'm Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Cammer. 46
2: at Fort Belvoir, 55 Foggy Bottom, 55 in Silver Spring. We're at 56 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long fence. Save 15% on Long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to LongFence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 110. Good morning. The kids are back
8: in school and traffic is picked up, and yet some days it still looks and feels like summer. Hi, it's Chris Corp. If your roof is getting old, but it held up okay last year, doesn't mean it's ready to face another Washington winter. So right now is the ideal time to have a roof inspection to assess any damage that may have occurred during the steamy heat and the storms of summer, and to check for any loose flashing. An inspection by Roof Masters will also prepare your home for winter, because nobody wants to surprise of a roof leak when winter comes around. I know Roofmasters. They did work on my house. I trust them. And you can, too, because they always say whenever you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. That way, you'll know you're getting quality work and a fair price. Find out more at Roofmasters.com or call 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Because with Roofmasters, the proof is is in the roof. You're listening to WTOP News.
2: WTOP at 111. Glad you're with us. This Wednesday morning, October 12th in the 1 a.m. hour. Welcome in. One of the best-known murder cases out of Baltimore has taken a major turn recently. Most of the world learned about the saga of Adnan Syed through Season 1 of the podcast titled Serial. NOW PROSECUTORS IN THE CASE HAVE DROPPED ALL CHARGES IN THE 1999 KILLING OF HIS GIRLFRIEND, HAIMEN LEE. AFTER ADDITIONAL DNA TESTING APPARENTLY EXCLUDED SYED AS A SUSPECT ALTOGETHER. BALTIMORE STATE'S ATTORNEY MARILYN MOSBY SAYS HER OFFICE WILL CONTINUE TO PURSUE JUSTICE FOR LEE AND THAT IT HAS CLOSED ITS CASE AGAINST SYED. HE SPENT 23 YEARS IN PRISON FOR THE KILLING. THIS MORNING, UNIVERSITY OF MARYLAND CARRY SCHOOL LAW PROFESSOR MENKA SENHA joins WTOP about these latest developments in this case.
5: Knowing that these results were exclusionary, that they excluded him, is a huge deal, not just because they excluded him in this round of testing, but because they've done four rounds of testing and he's never been included in a single round. But aside from the fact that we have exculpatory results, we know very little about the DNA testing that was done in this round. What we know is this. We know that they tested multiple items. They tested a skirt, pantyhose, a jacket, and shoes. And we know that they only got DNA results off of the shoes. We know that those results were a mixture, meaning that there are at least two contributors on the shoe swabs. And we know that they got the same mixture on both shoes. Beyond that, we don't know much. We don't know a ton about the results. We don't know how much DNA there was, for example. Marilyn Mosby used the term touch DNA. That's sort of the idea that there was DNA left from skin cells through the touching of the shoes. It can imply that there's not very much DNA, which could make the samples hard to interpret. It's a little bit of a misnomer, though, for two reasons. The first is that you can leave DNA on something without touching it. If I shake your hand and then you touch something, you could leave my DNA on that thing. And second, because even when you're touching something, you can leave more rich DNA that comes from just your skin cells. Say, for example, you touch your nose after you sneeze or you touch your mouth after you got saliva on your hands, those are more DNA-rich sources than just when I touch a table with my hand. And so we don't know if there's a lot or a little of DNA. We don't know if they were able to discern the biological sexes of the contributors. We don't know if we have biologically male DNA or female DNA or both. So in short, we don't know much, but we know it's a mixture. We don't know how complex that mixture is or how interpretable it is. So, I mean, the bottom line is, no matter what the mixture is, he is no longer guilty of anything. He's been basically exonerated of this crime. What does it say more broadly about people being wrongly convicted? This is not an anomaly. It's not an anomaly. And I'm glad you asked that question because this is a high profile case and it's getting a lot of attention so it can feel like the problems that happened in this case over the course of 23 years are very, very unusual, but they're not. Prosecutorial misconduct, the possibility of police misconduct, the things that were referred to in the filings by the state and the defense in their motions in this case, the Brady violations, the tunnel vision, the things that went wrong here, they're happening in lots of cases, and unfortunately for many of the people who are suffering the consequences, their cases will never have the high-profile attention that Mr. Syeds has, and those issues won't come to light.
2: That's University of Maryland Carey School of Law professor Manka Senna. Talking with WTOP's Hillary and Shaw, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. <laughs>
6: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
2: red. How about the Sports Time now, 1-15. Let's check in once again this early morning with Rob.
6: A long day of playoff baseball ended with the Dodgers' 5-3 victory over the Padres in Game 1 of their NLDS just as the rain hit Southern California. Former National Trade Turner hit a 419-foot home run to spark the early scoring. And that uh, held up thanks to the LA bullpen's four scoreless innings of relief. The Phillies opened the day by beating the Braves 7-6 in the other NLDS game one. In the American League, the Yankees got a strong start from Garrett Cole in a 4-1 win over the Guardians. And what a finish in Houston. The Astros came back from four runs down in the eighth inning to stun the Mariners 8-7 to on a Jordan Alvarez three-run walk-off home run. That makes him only the second player in postseason history to hit a walk-off homer with his team down to its last out. The Washington Commanders tried to squash another controversy before heading to Chicago. Ron Rivera apologized for Monday's stunning remarks about the quarterback play. I had an opportunity to speak to the players, and I was very, you know, upfront. just told them, hey, that's on me, I should know better. Me of all people should know better, to be honest. I mean, I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. The quarterback, Carson Wentz, says it's all good, Coach. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, and what he meant by it all, so... I feel very confident in that. Wentz was limited at practice with a right shoulder that should not prevent him from playing Thursday nights. The Ravens' Marcus Williams won't play for at least four weeks. He's on injured reserve with a dislocated wrist. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 117 Wednesday morning on WTOP.
2: And the top stories we're following for you this early hour. President Joe Biden says a slight recession is possible, but he doesn't think it'll happen in that he is in disagreement with major investment banks and economic experts right now on that issue. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage for a second day of missiles on Ukraine, a day after strikes that killed at least 19 G7 leaders have promised this week that Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. And word from the entertainment world, sad news this morning, Angela Lansbury has died. She kicked up her heels in the Broadway musicals Mame and Gypsy and played a communist agent in the Manchurian Candidates, and solved endless murders, certainly as crime novelist Jessica Fletcher in the long-running TV series Murder, She Wrote, Angela Lansbury was 96. Stay with WTOP for more of these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now is 118. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Again, a caution for
4: folks traveling north on 210 up toward the Beltway. Remember, everyone diverted at Palmer Road as a result of the crash investigation ongoing. Crash involving a pedestrian uh, from uh, late last night, closing the northbound lanes at 210 between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road. Again, just uh, follow police direction there. You can rejoin uh, 210 via Kirby Hill Road. To continue up toward the beltway not causing much in the way of delays but at this hour you wouldn't expect heavy volume now if you're traveling in 95 northbound between i-195 and the baltimore beltway two left lanes get you by the work zone keep in mind the ramp to the outer loop of 695 is closed the ramp to the inner loop the left exit is open uh, so be prepared 270 north near 85 buckies town pike single file right past the construction over on the bay bridge Westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. And then on 50 westbound between Cape St. Clair Road and Baydale Drive, eventually down to one single lane to left through the milling and paving. Out of loop in Virginia between the Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike, two left lanes past the work zone. Uh, disabled track the trailer, which had kind of caused a hiccup in that work zone, had been cleared from the roadway some time ago. So for now, two lanes left get you by without delay. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic.
7: Your Wednesday, looking like the last really nice day before we see that rain move in on Thursday, but not all bad. You've got plenty of cloud cover during the day on Wednesday. Highs in the upper 60s to low 70s, but still pretty nice. On Thursday, it's umbrellas and jackets. Highs in the upper 60s to around 70 degrees, but feeling cooler later in the the afternoon. Could be some heavy rain associated with this storm, too. Upwards of an inch in some locations. On Friday, look for temperatures back into the 60s with sunshine. I'm Storm Team Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
2: 54 in Annapolis, 48 buoy, 54 as well in Leesburg. We are at 56 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October twelfth, 2022. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber.
8: The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
2: The latest coming right up this half hour on WTOP. Stay with us.
8: There's one technology company that's trusted by hundreds of federal and state agencies, financial institutions, and travelers nationwide. Backed by a portfolio of more than 1,500 patents in biometric technologies. A company that delivers mission-critical identity solutions that require a level of trust that no other company delivers. The company is Idemia. IDEMIA believes your identity belongs only to you and your personal information should never be sold. Learn more at IdentityWithIntegrity.com You're with Dean Lane
5: on WTOP.
3: I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana.
5: Sir, the doctor is book solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to
3: talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks?
5: No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veryheal.com It was quick, professional, and so easy.
3: veraheal.com?
5: V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes.
3: Great. But I still have questions.
5: You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure.
3: For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Vera Hills' millions of satisfied clients at v e r i h e a l dot com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. verahill.com dot com. This is
8: WTOP News.
2: WTOP News time now. One twenty-two. Good morning. Now to the latest on the war. This early morning, Ukrainians have been dealing with missile strikes from Russia for months. But what happened in the last couple of days across wide areas of that country was unusual at best, and they will remember these days. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with further
9: details for us. A missile flew over his house.
4: It's a very distinct sound. And you instantly understand that uh, the danger is right here. And Yuri Sak,
9: advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense.
4: It was a sound which lasted a half a second, and then the next second there was an explosion. And that explosion in central Kiev, it actually happened less than one kilometer from from my apartment. It was a bit of a wake-up call.
9: He was literally awakened by the missile but he says it's also a reminder.
4: You know, we've had air raid sirens, yes, pretty regularly, but we didn't have any missile strikes.
9: He said he and his fellow Ukrainians are motivated and resolute, and a sign of that resolve appeared street with a big crater left behind by a missile it was completely filled and paved over, and Ukrainians were going about their business.
5: JJ, there was some positive news about Ukrainian POWs. So tell us about that.
9: Yeah, Ukraine says 32 of its soldiers, Hillary, have been freed and the body of an Israeli citizen who fought for Ukraine has been returned in a prisoner swap with Russia. According to Andrea Yermak who is the head of the president's office said that another exchange of prisoners took place and that this had uh, essentially moved forward and they're hoping to get more people freed in these swaps in coming weeks and days. He said all of the soldiers had been in places where fierce fighting was going on and some of them had actually been considered missing. So these soldiers he said are undergoing medical examinations and are going to be reunited with their families. With the latest
2: on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent JJ Green, talking there with Hillary and Shaw. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
6: If you have equity in your home, let
2: CapCenter put it to work with a cash out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash out refi with CapCenter gives you more to work with.
1: I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The CapCenter process is smoother than any I've experienced. And with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen.
2: Get more with a CapCenter cash-out refinance. Believe it. Eagle housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit CapCenter.com for details. NMLS
6: ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org.
2: You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. WTOP News Time, now 125 news at 25 and 55 on WTOP, a preview of your business day now, Wednesday morning, midweek,
0: October 12th. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. With personal computer sales slowing and inflation rising, Intel is preparing for major job cuts. Sources say the chipmaker could lay off thousands of workers. An announcement could come later this month, around the same time as Intel's third quarter earnings report on October 27th. Today is day two of Amazon's Prime Day sequel amid signs that it may be a flop. The research firm Clover says early indications yesterday were that sales were about the same as any other day. It's another sign that retailers are in for a tough holiday season ahead and will need deep discounts to clear excess inventory. Separately, workers at an Amazon warehouse in Southern California are the latest to seek a union vote. About 800 employees in Moreno Valley, east of Los Angeles, want to join the upstart Amazon Labor Union. They filed paperwork with the National Labor Relations Board seeking to hold a unionization vote. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP.
7: Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. When you hire someone to replace your roof, you want a detailed upfront estimate and an expert to get it done right the first time. At New Look, we provide clear line by line estimates, paired with the